Hey everybody, welcome to Fill My Heart. My name is Drew Absher. I'm Parker Newman, and that was Too Much Junk by the Alley Cats. Most underrated punk band ever, in my opinion. All right, Parker is doing radio DJ shtick <laughs> now. <laughs> Why did you rejoin like that? Be- hey everybody, welcome <laughs> back to Fill My Heart. That was Too Much Junk by the Alley Cats. We're only spinning the classics here. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your most underrated punk song. We got we'll a play. caller on line seven trying to win Morrissey tickets. Caller, uh, go ahead. <laughs> um, how's it going, buddy? I'm doing... All right. I actually really fucked up my neck last night. Mm-mm. What about your back and your pussy and your crack? I That too, actually. <laughs> that, that <laughs> Those were fucked up from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. I, I thought if I mentioned that, it'd violate HIPAA. But, uh, um, no, and I, I really wish I were making this up, but I did it masturbating. Did you really? I, I really did. What happened? I, I don't... I, I don't know if it's because I came and then, like, something happened or if I was in pain the whole time, but my adrenaline was up yeah. so much. Did you come way harder because you were in pain the whole time? Maybe. You know, <laughs> I didn't even think Part, about this that. This is how you descent into just complete masochism. Yeah. Where you're just like, I'm, next thing you know, we find you hanging and we're like, <laughs> dude, look, I know Parker talked about suicide a lot, but... He also talked about choke jerking yeah. right before he died quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, I w- I did light myself on fire during it. <laughs> yeah. So maybe you're just a Buddhist monk, just <laughs> or Tibetan monk, just masturbating the whole time, though. I'm like, this is for Vietnam or whatever. <laughs> this remember. is for Vietnam or whatever. <laughs> Do you think or whatever they're mad about. I don't know. I don't read the news. <laughs> I'm just about self mutilation, dude. That's have you ever seen that Black Mirror episode? Where the dude he like um oh yeah he gets addicted to pain. wasn't that part of like a three it, yeah there's it was like a three mini black episodes museum yeah that's black I museum. like that episode it's a great episode yeah but that that's what I always think about is that guy just like ripping out his own fingernails oh, while he God. masturbates and I'm like that's hot dude yeah that was that's actually gross, badass man. what a fucked up show yeah. wasn't the guy who played Q from Star Trek in that okay I haven't never seen Star Trek oh really never why not um. I don't know, actually, to be honest with you. Like, it's not something that I'm, like, against. Yeah. Even, like, Star Wars. Like, I've seen them all. I just never get into, it's like, not the... not the same thing. They the I know it's not. <laughs> okay. You just brought it up. No, no, like no. It it's, it's like if I was, like... What, what about I'm, Starbucks? How about that? Yeah. <laughs> it has the same word in it. No, I used <laughs> to play Star Fox a lot, and uh, <laughs> and I eat Starbursts. Yeah. Um, no, like, I. it's not that I'm, like, anti it, but, like, I've seen all the Star Wars movies. Yeah. And, like, I like them. I think I've seen every one, but maybe the latest one. But I like them, but I just, I never get involved in, like, the theology of it. The theology? Yeah, you know how people, like, with Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and Star Wars. I don't get this anti-gay stuff in fucking... No, it becomes a fucking religion. Like, these people get so addicted to it. Yeah. Where it's like, they, like... Like, I never, like, the thing about Star Trek that may have always turned me off is that Mm -hmm. they're like, did you know that episode, like... You know, like they they actually wrote an entire language called Klingon to like talk, and you're yeah. like, I mean, that's impressive, but I don't care All about right, it that much. Right, Fox News, stop it! Bad Fox News. We have a clip. This is actually the most offensive thing Fox News did since uh, paid thirty eight million dollars to a Bill O'Reilly sexual harassment accuser. 
Um, yeah, which we've talked about on Patreon. Like, he yeah. did. nobody pays that much money no, if yeah. you're fucking... <laughs> no, no one but, pays. Like, most people murder the accuser before they pay that much money. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's what, you know, say what you want about who ever killed Jeffrey Epstein, but they, they're, uh, they're a penny bender. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> um, um, dude, speaking of bad accusations, the reason we're on Fox Business News' website... Mm-hmm. So, uh, we are in, in a... I think it's fair to call it a, a full-on war with dr phil right now yeah um we got like maybe maybe a month and a half ago Mm -hmm. jesse how's that sound maybe a month and a half ago we got the first one we got you know Uh. so when when we do these live streams on stabs pages uh they get uploaded to youtube automatically that's how youtube's right uh interface works and in doing so they become full-on youtube videos but what happened is Jesse got a, an email from YouTube telling him that there was a copyright violation. And the thing that's very interesting, so like whenever you use like music that is unlicensed on YouTube, yeah, it like an algorithm processes it, almost like how like I guess, I'm assuming how like Shazam works, yeah. where it just like hears the song and recognizes it, you know? And those get removed automatically. But this email specifically said that we were manually reviewed by someone at CBS yeah. and reported. Crazy. So we were like, oh, shit, man, that's crazy. Like, you know, they're keeping an eye on us. But we were like, it's probably one in a, you know, they probably go every, like, a lot of YouTube channels do, like, Dr. Phil, like, yeah, reaction videos, you know. That, but now we're just getting them every episode for the past couple weeks where we get these ones that say we've been manually reviewed. So what we're doing right now. This is Drew Absher speaking, not Parker Newman, uh, not the Stab Comedy Theater. I'm, I'm involving myself in a war with CBS, Viacom, and yep. Dr. Phil. If you're with the Axis powers, yeah. Of, <laughs> and, if, if, and, if, and if being against Viacom means I have to align myself with Nick Cannon, so be it. <laughs> um, but uh, no, but Dr. Phil, this is this is what we'll say is a. Uh, Leave us alone, we'll leave you alone. But today, yeah. we're going to be talking about how Dr. Phil received $7 million in paycheck prevention or protection PPP. plan. Yeah, the PPP, which was designed for small businesses, while his son splurged on a $10 million home. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, this is pretty fucked up, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know very. how this happens. Uh, um, agreed? I yeah, guess? I mean, I guess, but... Uh, Dr. Phil's production company received up to $7 million from a paycheck protection program, the massive federal plan designed to help small businesses rid out, right. Which ride is, out the financial crisis. I, I don't think he even missed like one day, though. If I, I could be mistaken, but even if he missed like a week or something, his show was back on the air immediately. Yeah, right. Well, I guess that the, the argument is that like, you know, because they were doing so much from home that they probably had to cut like a lot of like, the the budget for production you know right. what i mean like they didn't have hair and makeup anymore doesn't that mean they saved money then they saved money as a company yeah but they still have to pay those people who are salary right but you're right like if they're still on air i don't understand where they're losing money yeah exactly yeah they're so still getting uh, stage 29 productions a, it'd be a lot cooler if it was stage 69 in my opinion <laughs> agree uh run by dr phil and his son jay mcgraw uh 
Dude, Jay McGraw sounds like a cool way to say you're jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I broke my neck Jay McGrawing last <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, I was about to Jay McGraw, and then next thing I know, my sister knocked on the door with a plate of spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so then I jade her grub. Yeah, you, you know? ever you ever you ever get confused whether you need to Jay McGraw or just take a shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um they got a loan valued at between one and two million. The company makes programs including Dr. Phil's Oh, all right. Eponymous. Eponymous. Yeah. Um, I, it, look, it, I'm no eponymous, but I think the government needs to send more money to the people. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no, I'm no hippopotamus, but <laughs> I, I'm hungry for justice. What does that? Right hey, now. what does that word mean? Look up eponymous. Uh, that means giving their name to something. Uh, oh, all right. What, what if it just? Uh, what if it just said? Um, Stop the show right now. And then let Dr. <laughs> yeah. Phil. Yeah. We like, just get an email. Yeah, oh, look at it. I got a text message from the FBI. <laughs> Do not say anything bad about Dr. Phil. <laughs> um, oh, and he also uh, produces the Daily Mail TV. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah, That's yeah it's crazy. one of my favorite male TV shows. <laughs> exactly. um, the Daily one. Um, Dr. Phil's production company, Petsky Productions. Petsky? No idea. Petsky, P-E-T-E-S-K-I. Um, also got a loan valued at between two and five. On the same day those numbers were reported, Ver- Variety reported Phil's youngest son, aspiring rock star, do a do a guitar lick, <laughs> um, who was engaged to reality TV star and e-host Morgan Stewart, had paid ten million in cash for a sixty-five square. F- 6,500 square foot mansion in the exclusive Trousdale Estates neighborhood of Beverly Hills. So basically, Dr. Phil's production team. Um, so there is a bit of a dis- distinction here. Jay McGraw, which mm-hmm. is obviously a term for masturbating. And <laughs> please, everyone, start using Jay McGraw to say you're masturbating. Um, is has a company with his with his old man. Yeah. You got to You have to J McGraw. If you can't fill a McGraw, yeah. <laughs> yeah Phil McGraw I mean. means using a dildo on yourself. <laughs> Basically, yeah, McGraw is your privates, and if you J your McGraw, <laughs> that means you're masturbating. And if you're filling your McGraw, yeah. Um, and then Jordan bought a house the same day. I mean, those aren't necessarily related, right? But they are interesting, right? To be like. Man, one guy, two people in your family are taking this hit so hard they need $7 million from the government. Yeah. And then you're buying a $10 million home. Right. And I would just like to point out $7 million, Building 7 on September 11th, 2001. There's yeah. there's a number I mean, there. You, I mean, you are <laughs> connecting there. the dots, man, and that's all we do here at this show. <laughs> Not saying there's a connection. I'm just stating facts. Yeah, 6,500 <laughs> square foot. How old do you have to be to retire? 65. So maybe uh, Dr. Phil's retiring. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't I really do. I just mean, have to do one last There's nothing heist. in the, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the next article in Fox is there is no link whatsoever except the fact that we put it in a headline so that you would click on it uh, between the loans and the home purchase. But after TV sources pondered why the family needed to ask for the government handout, sources close to the star stressed that Dr. Phil's company requested the cash to protect their employees and the loans had nothing to do with Jordan's house. Um... But still, he didn't need the fucking loan. Oh, you know what? I'm glad that they actually brought this up. This all comes after Dr. Phil apologized in April for questioning on Fox News why lockdowns were necessary when, quote, we don't shut the country down for deaths from car accidents and swimming pools. 
Oh, and then I'm sure Dr. Phil does not want us saying this. Yeah. But I think we should probably say it. Yeah. We should probably say it anyway. Yeah. Uh, he wrongly claimed 360,000 people <laughs> die <laughs> in swimming pools in the United States every year. Dr. <laughs> Phil declined to comment. So, look, if you're the intern at CBS Viacom, uh, stop Jay McGrawing and fucking leave us alone, okay? <laughs> um, yes. I think that that's I think that that's a good good way to end that. Um, yeah, wow, that's. We also got this from another uh, fan of the show. Oh, oops, that's Twitter.com. Um, this, did you see this? No. We sent this got sent in by our friend Caleb. Um, I don't know where he found this at. I couldn't find the article that he was pulling this from. Now, folks, you're gonna look up. Uh, now, our- folks, these are all readily available documents on the NSA's website. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> you just got it's a it's a, a public information you, act. You, you just, just have to go to Dr. Phil's literally Hitler.com. Yep. And- <laughs> yeah, Infowars.com. Dr. Phil is literally Hitler.com. <laughs> and uh, you know, folks, one thing that's important to say is stop Jay McGrawing. Okay, <laughs> it makes you a weaker man. Makes you produce less testosterone. Yeah. They're they're putting stuff in Robin's skin cream that's turned <laughs> the frogs gay. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, no, this was a... Uh, I don't know. He found this article where it's actually got a picture of Dr. Phil's first wife. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, necessarily... Do you like, think he upgraded? Do... I mean... This lady looks like she got fired for calling someone the N-word. In video. <laughs> like, she looks like a Karen... Uh, before Robin, Phil had a failed marriage to his first wife, Debbie Higgins McCall. Dude, people in the South have to stop. Ugliest name I've I ever mean, heard. I mean, can you fucking stop? Your name's Debbie Higgins McCall? Oh, my God. Yeah, that is... Get the fuck out of here. I don't Debbie even know Higgins? What to... Dude, that sounds like a fucking... <laughs> sounds like an SNL character. So, I mean, Debbie... That sounds like an SNL character where the entire bit is they eat deep fried butter. <laughs> Dude, it's like Debbie McCall. How do you have that name and think... Let me just add in my shitty middle name. To like, <laughs> no, like, I bet, no, I bet, I bet her real name is Debbie Higgins, and she got married to someone named like like Jim Bob McCall. Yeah, and now she's Debbie Higgins McCall, and she's got like three fucking dumb kids. <laughs> uh, Phil told Newsweek, "I was the big, I was the big football player, and she was the cheerleader, and we was we. This was just the next thing to do. Uh, that's his excuse for getting married." <laughs> It's just, I played football. She was a cheerleader. Ipso facto, we got married. <laughs> I saw Grease. I'm like, that yeah. sounds kind of like it. I don't know. Now, if there's one thing anyone knows about me, it's that I fall heavily for tropes from yeah. movies. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure the Russians are the worst people in the world. Uh, Why that part? Because that's just like a fucking 80s movie trope is that Russians are oh, always yeah, the terrorists. Yeah. Uh, he added that it just didn't work out. His ex has gone public saying less favorable things, sending a statement to the press insinuating that Dr. Phil was domineering and had an unrealistic expectation of marriage and how a wife should look and act. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jesus, dude. Yeah. Well, That's look, pr- I'm, I don't mean I don't want to talk ill of, uh, you know, my ex-wife, but uh, let's just call her. Little Debbie Higgins, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the woman enjoyed a Twinkie and a Ho Ho from <laughs> from time. To, little Debbie Higgins, <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, yeah, Mick Cole, her fat all the time, yeah, until she loses some weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Debbie Higgins, McCall, her fat all the time. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's hard to disagree with her when you look at her and then look at how fucking 
plastic Robin's faces. Yeah. What? Where you're like, yeah, I could kind of see where she might be coming from here. Is going like, this guy was domineering and had unrealistic expectations of how yeah. a wife should look. And then you look at Robin, you're like. Yeah, that's an unrealistic expectation of how a wife should look. No, 100%. You shouldn't look like a fucking kabuki theater mask. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not natural. How does somebody, like, yeah, she looks like she looks like she's, uh, like, fighting with V for Vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um, she looks like if you tap it, her on the... What's fox mask? It, yeah. <laughs> if you, like, tap her on the face with the hammer, it'll just shatter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what... <laughs> um, yeah, you know what it looks like is... Uh, do you ever see the movie Wanted? Yeah, yeah. Where, like, they're in the pool of, like, the healing stuff, and then they, like, break through, and then their face is just all glossy. <laughs> That's how she... But um, it's weird to be, a like, a clinical psychiatrist or whatever the fuck Dr. Phil is. Right. Uh, well, not anymore. TV host. <laughs> right, yeah, Flash, but you know what I mean, uh, like... Defrauder of the government. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, he looks like, a, you know, like he's, like, a psychiatrist or whatever. And then your wife just has very clear body dysmorphia and yeah. you just don't say anything about it. Like people come on your show all the time with like eating disorders and you're oh, like, you got to get over it. And then your wife is sitting there like literally getting plastic surgery while the show's in production. <laughs> like hair and makeup is a plastic surgeon who's yeah. just redoing her face it's every just, hour. He's <laughs> just like... It's just like, now look, I know you're 14 and you're trying to work on your, your beauty and all that, but my wife Robin, who's getting her eyelids stapled back on right now, yeah. she... <laughs> now, the easiest way to have a happy marriage is make sure your wife can't frown ever. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm telling you, that face has to be just as tight as her pussy. I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the key yeah. to a happy marriage. I'm just doing fucking hat comics shit. <laughs> Every time I see a bitch with plastic surgery, I'm like, damn, it does the carpets match the drapes? You know what I'm talking about? Tight pussy. You'll ever just have a, <laughs> have a wife who, you know, their skin looks like Leatherface cut it off <laughs> yeah, and yeah. put it on that? Yeah. You ever have a woman who looks like she's wearing human skin over her human skin? <laughs> Y'all ever fuck a bitch like that? Um, yeah, dude, I just thought that this was, you know, I think She that, died, by the way, right? Did she? Yeah. Wait, she died. what? Debbie Higgins McCall. Yeah. I mean, statistically, <laughs> statistically, probably from a swimming pool. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Did she die? Yeah, she did. I think that we covered this once, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, her cause, her of, cause death. of death, man. Oh yeah, that's right. Her famous editorial she work. She killed herself by shooting herself in the back of the head fifteen yeah. times. You know Where? what the worst? <laughs> like, and I'm sorry about her death. I really am, but it's a shame that she'll never be on the podcast. <laughs> oh my dude! Imagine Holy if shit. we could have got her. <laughs> I wonder if if Doctor Phil's estranged from any of his family. Please let us yeah, know. Yeah, if you can, because we would love. Or, or watching no this. And you can find any proof that Dr. Phil's estranged from anyone else in his life. Oh, didn't he lose or a friend? Assistance. Yeah, he lost a friend, right? Because his dog bit him. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And then Maybe he tried we can get to get that do, guy on here. He had like a doctor who was there or something that yeah. like tried said it was to no big deal. Yeah, and he gave him like a shot that fucked him up even yeah, more. Than right, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Debbie Higgins was famous for her editorial work. Her highly respected works included. Christy Mathewson Day in 2011, and oh, a book that I will never read, Demon Hunters Fear the Silence. <laughs> Dude, Debbie That's Higgins sounds ending. like a fucking badass punk rocker or like a, <laughs> like a new metal band. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's weird is that Dr. Phil said that he wanted, like, oh, I was, a, you know, a football player. She's a cheerleader. 
But that's with his second wife. Yeah. Like, he was probably at least 25, I'd have to imagine, when he said that. So that's kind of weird. Wait, what do you mean? Because didn't he say about Robin, oh, she was a cheerleader? No, this girl. Oh, okay, never this mind. This girl was the cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. Really? And I have to, you I'm know what? I'm guessing she was at the bottom of the pyramid. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. She's I'm going to hand up on this one. Sorry to people in the South. Debbie Higgins McCall was born in Las Vegas, Nevada. Really? Yeah, that's what it says here. To a farmer. Uh, his, his, her dad was a farmer. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so... Her, she, her, her mother was a tumbleweed. <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows how fucking true this article is because it says, uh, and a housewife mother. So is an American by nationality and of the white ethnicity. Whoa, what? Yeah, that's oh, what boy. That's what it says here. So maybe get off this website. <laughs> Especially after I made a Nick Cannon joke earlier. Um, Cause of death. R.I.P. to Debbie Higgins. Debbie. Oh, I wonder if Debbie has any kids. Should we just infiltrate this poor woman's life (laughs) just for the sake of like... Let's get to psychic. A couple thousand people who listen to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) If we just fucking like brought up all the fucking... Yeah. Just like, so your mother, um, do you think she'd have any dirt online? (laughs) What does she know about YouTube terms of service? (laughs) What do you, how'd she feel? Yeah. Yeah. What is, does your mom have anything to say to CBS Viacom? Because they will be watching this. Uh, Yeah, dude. Bad news. Bad news for Debbie Higgins. But, you know, good news for Dr. Phil. He, you know, this woman is... No, that's, yeah, he seems really shallow and conceited if, like, that's why... You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, if her claims... I mean, you know, marriages end so shitty sometimes, especially when you're young. Like, you might just have vitriol for that person forever. Especially imagine imagine you fucking, like, your husband calls you fat one time, you get a divorce, and then he goes on to be, like, a huge star for doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like, you'd probably be like, hey, fuck this guy. (laughs) Like, fuck this guy forever. Can you not find out how she died, though? I'm very curious. Oh, um... Did they... Yeah, I think she choked on a sandwich. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? I mean. uh, oh, she died in 2014 from an unknown disease. Ooh. Huh. I wonder. So it sounds like it maybe like, she died from a novel virus. <laughs> maybe a corona. Maybe. Maybe Novella? Debbie Higgins yeah. is the first victim yeah. of coronavirus. She died. Wait, in is this t- her when she died? Oh. Debbie, you look great. Yeah, no, she... Yeah. Wait, no way. That's not the same person. Yeah, she lost a lot of... Wow, she showed him. <laughs> yeah, she she just looks like... I don't know. She'd be, oh, like, in Ashland, Oregon, selling, like, trink, <laughs> trinkets that say Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. She does not look like Dr. Phil's wife. No, not at all. So, shout out Debbie Higgins. Uh, maybe we'll get some R.I.P. Debbie Higgins stickers made up. Yeah, um, totally. I, I don't think anyone will get the we, joke. We should we do will. like a Carol Baskins type thing, <laughs> like where we're joking. We accuse Doctor Phil of feeding her to a live studio <laughs> audience. <laughs> it's just like Robin hasn't eaten in sixteen years. You now know, Robin feed Robin feed. <laughs> hey, uh, you know Robin feeds on human flesh to keep her skin <laughs> so tight. All of her fucking retinol cream is just made from <laughs> Debbie Higgins' fucking body fat percentage. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit too mean, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, all no, right. We have no ill will against her or her murder. <laughs> <but> <laughs> yeah. 
And look, like if Dr. Phil didn't murder her, just provide evidence of where you were on the night she died. Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, you know, maybe she got that disease from a dog bite or something. But yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, just, just speculating. This is pure speculation, all alleged. I mean, not even really alleged. I'm just asking the questions. If Who to you is the most famous doctor in the world? Yeah. Who would it be? Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. It's got to be Dr. Phil. Yeah. And if you were to say that the wife of the most famous doctor in the world died from an unknown disease? Oh. I mean, who's got access to, to the kind unknown of... diseases. To unknown diseases. That's pretty crazy. I don't man. know. Uh, look. I don't know. We're Listen here, folks. All these documents are readily available, okay? <laughs> They're all on the internet. All you got to do is research them, okay? Yeah. I just had a big bowl of chili for lunch. Um <laughs> More anyway. like via communist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. no, how about a uh, via compliant in a woman's murder? <laughs> like that. Look, folks, we're just asking the questions here at the Fill My Heart podcast. Um, That's pretty good. Anyway, we have a petition to reopen uh, the her autopsy case. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, go ahead and say yeah. <laughs> we've got a change.org and a GoFundMe set up to to really put some pressure on the local authorities to look into her death some more. Dude, you so, know you know what scared me? Well if he actually did murder her and we're what gonna if, get killed what, yeah, on what the if, way out here. What if this is like Hannibal Burris saying Bill Cosby's a rapist <laughs> and it just leads to the dismantling of Dr. Phil as a joke? Dude, I just <laughs> I just imagine, like, we have a Kill Bill moment where he's outside. He just goes, you didn't really think you'd get away get this far, do you? <laughs> yeah. We're just like, you know, for a second there? Yeah. No. We kind of did. <laughs> it's like Casino. We both just shut our car doors and the car explodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's get into today's episode. Yeah. Uh, today's episode, season 18, <laughs> episode 97. I Go just ahead. imagine Mike Barron like a cornfield, like about to get whacked. Yeah, actually, I'm Dr. Phil's security guard. You guys <laughs> messed with the wrong one. Don't run in z- z- uh, zigzags because that makes it hard for me. <laughs> he's just in the cornfield, though, like in, in the end of Casino. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, they're just, he's, but like he won't, he just doesn't get, he's about to get murdered. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just like, Oh, is that a Louisville slugger? They're, <laughs> yeah. they're like, yes, Mike, we're, we're, we're yeah. going to whack you. He doesn't like, get it. Why, why are you going to whack me? I'm not horny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Why? Wh- if you guys are going to whack me, I don't know if you heard, but we're calling it Jay McGrawing now. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's watch this episode. Uh, help, I'm going to inherit a messy mansion, millions, and my adult sister? Wamp, wamp. <laughs> Coming to theaters this summer. Which Kim's is- mom, Lydia, says she has it all. Her dream home, a happy marriage, money for hired help, and whoop, her adult daughter, Lori, living in her basement. <laughs> also, <laughs> from the studio that brought you American Pie and Road Trip. Um, all right, <laughs> let's get into this. Uh, first clip is called Woman Claims Mom's Mansion is Overcrowded with Expensive. Dude, what a uh, fucking uh, terrible way to complain about something. Yeah, what the fuck? I, man, my dick is sore from getting sucked so yeah. much. It's awful. Dude, I, I'm like, I'm so annoyed. Yeah. And you know why? Is because my pants won't stop falling down because of all this money I have <laughs> in my pockets. That's the worst. It's like dude. I can't afford to keep picking up my pants, so I just got to keep dumping money onto the ground. Yeah, it's like I kind of just want to buy gravity so I can <laughs> like, control it. You all know? right. Let's watch this. This house makes me feel like I'm in Italy. 
yeah. the, the bad part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this house makes me feel like I'm in Italy because I'm just I have to swim everywhere. <laughs> it makes me feel like people are Oh my making- god, get the fuck out of here. This isn't a real person. <laughs> She Dude, she looks like a fucking WWF villain. Dude, she looks like some weird Southeast Asian dictator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that like. yeah, she's like a fucking imperialist. <laughs> Dude, what a piece of shit. She's like, she's this house makes me feel like I'm in Italy. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> she's just like, this house makes me feel like I'm in Italy. Also, I've never pooped before. People <laughs> <laughs> are dancing around. Gives me nothing but happiness and pleasure. So we have arrived into the entrance of my small champagne room. I love the clean lines of the oriental furniture that are really Oh, <laughs> all right. So just now in that clip, you said oriental. Now, I just want to make sure. Are we allowed to say that again? Because <laughs> I was told by someone we wasn't allowed to say oriental anymore. <laughs> and if we're allowed to say it again, I'd love to keep saying it. Yeah, Dr. Phil's just like, oh, you got your you got a rug made out of Orientals. My, my rug's made out of Mexicans. Yeah. What a crazy Anytime boy. I bring Orientals over, Robin eats their faces off. <laughs> Gives her life points. <laughs> Quite different from the Italian. The tusks are very special. I want you to know that no elephant was harmed. These are not the tusks of a real elephant. They're the tusks of a rhinoceros. <laughs> <laughs> Again, these are these are Mexican tusks. <laughs> they are. Mm-hmm. Tusks these were grown out of the forehead of a Jewish man. <laughs> Nick Cannon sold them to me. <laughs> yes, these are Louis Farrakhan's personal collection <laughs> set of horns. Of Jew horns. <laughs> these, these are 100% authentic Jew horns. I love the horse. Oh, man. I'm going to write this down and you can say it out loud, all right? Okay. Because I'm not allowed to say it. <laughs> Spikes. That's funny. <laughs> all right, that's all. <laughs> I like it. All right, I'm not allowed to say it. They work with the tusks. Everything is a work in progress. This table, my father bought it in Italy. It's a beautiful piece of marble. I love this thing. It's real gold. Okay, so if for the people listening at home, she's showing us like an extravagant house. That's also a piece of shit house. A piece of... (laughs) Dude, it looks like if you're ever traveling with your family and just go to, like, the most boring antique shops. Yeah, right. Like, she bought everything from one. Yeah, it it looks like an antique shop, but the the shelves are made of marble. Like, right now, she's showing us, like, a gold-leafed faucet on a marble countertop and just a roll of paper towels. (laughs) Like, and look at a bottle of Listerine. Like, there's no oh, actual right. elegance to the house at all. Yeah. It's th- all just fucking... It's it's truly like if you gave a 13-year-old $200 billion. 100%. Like, this is what they would come up with. It looks like... Yeah. Like, Tony Montana even thinks is going too far, you know? <laughs> this, yeah, this is like a Sasha Baron Cohen, like... Yeah. You know, mockery of capitalism. Yeah, exactly. Old... It's got rose quartz handles. Look at that. Is that gorgeous? This is what <laughs> Isn't I... that water beautiful? See, no. Man, these are my least favorite kind of rich people. Like, yeah. I typically don't like rich people in general. Yeah, but same. I hate the rich people who want you to be impressed by their riches. Totally. Like, rich people who downplay it a little bit, who are just kind of like, ah, yeah, no. So yeah. This is just the stuff I have. You know? It's a waste, but it's respectable. Yeah, where you're just like, yeah, I get it. Like, if I had a bunch of money, I'd probably live a little bit with a little bit more elegance, too. Yeah. But the rich people are like, isn't this thing you can't afford beautiful yeah i mean isn't it just gorgeous and it's true yeah exactly like none of these things are cool they're just like 
a dumb, boring story. Well, and they're all non-linear, too. Like, nothing in this... Like, she's now showing us a fucking yellow plaid <laughs> peacoat <laughs> that literally doesn't go with anything we've seen in the house thus far. Yeah. She's I'm like, gonna... I got this one from an old yeah. Navy boy. <laughs> I, I stole this off a homeless man while he was asleep. <laughs> I do nothing with it but smell it to remind myself how bad poor must be. <laughs> Aware for the downstairs tour. <laughs> okay, now she's sitting in one of those chairs that like takes you down the staircase. Yeah, so unfortunately, the- does not electrocute her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wish it had an eject button like a James Bond car <laughs> that would shoot her face first into the fucking wall. <laughs> dining room, the beautiful detail. Yeah, dude, this is just obnoxious. Yeah, it's- she's got like blue crystal glasses. Like, dude, nothing about this house is nice. Of the craftsmanship. This is the kind of house that someone buys and immediately just demos. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, it looks like uh, if you ever watched The King and I, it looks like him if he were like colorblind. Yeah. <laughs> like what his house would. Yeah. Of this gorgeous table. Obviously, if you're going to have peacock windows, you do need to have some peacock <laughs> fans. My stepfather bought the oh ship God. for the family in the. Now ni- she's showing us a fucking. And she had peacock feathers. Yeah. And peacock like it looked like church glass, you know. Yeah, like most are like a uh, stained glass. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's showing us like a fucking painting of a. Boat. 1950s, I believe. <laughs> a oh, it's not a painting. It's like a real fucking. Of these thing. glasses are what? Murano glasses. The yeah. color that they make is mixed with gold. I don't know what it is about me, but I love beautiful furniture. This is, the rock that, uh, <laughs> this is the rock that purchased uh, the entire South Dakota <laughs> from the Cherokee She's old, Now, this is an industrial cabinet I paid $14,000 for from Wayfair. <laughs> <laughs> right, hold, hold the fuck on. Hold the fuck on. What? <laughs> now, now, this is the knife that gave uh, Jeffrey Epstein a vasectomy. <laughs> there's, there's only a handful of them in the world, and there are some, I think, in palaces that Queen Elizabeth owns. These are the things I think that... Ma- yeah, like her and, cut, and her entire like identity is wrapped up in yeah. like other... Oh, this- hey, shout out Trader Joe's. That's our cane sugar sitting on her counter. <laughs> it's just like... It's all like vaguely linked to other things. It's just... It's yeah. like, this is the fork that Genghis Khan farted <laughs> on one morning. Yes. This is designed in replica of the car that Princess Diana crashed. <laughs> Makes a house feel fun. Like, now she's just showing us a fucking lobster. Now, remember, she's got marble and gold everything. Yeah. And now she's just showing us, like, a model lobster that she has sitting on her counter. Like, nothing is fucking good. Yeah, imagine, how, like, like, her... I know that she's not you know, actually thinking about like this. But imagine her being like, I can actually like feed some starving kids today. Nope. Porcelain lobster. All right. (laughs) Okay. Here's let's play a game. This woman is going to die. Yeah. Hopefully. (laughs) Here's the game. If, uh, I'll tell you this. If she knows something about Dr. Phil, she will die. She might die. Yeah. (laughs) No, here's the game. Okay. This woman is going to die. Yeah. And you're going to be her husband until she dies. How long do you think you could last? Like, if you got to set her death date, how long do you think you could last? Oh, God. And, like, the longer you last, the more money you get. Hmm. I could could do, like, a year. Really? Yeah. Because a house this big, you could just, like, constantly be outside or something like that. Yeah. Wouldn't you just, like, I don't know, just, like, 
kind of uh, oh I got a good idea actually go ahead what were you gonna say uh, you could just like fuck with the chair that goes up the stairs yeah what I was gonna say is just stay upstairs or stay downstairs and every time you hear that chair just go outside and then every time you hear a door open just go back inside and go upstairs um. you could just play like Scooby Doo race <laughs> with her around the house all day this particular piece of furniture. Dude, we're a minute and 38 into yeah, the first Yeah, no, that's video. what I'm saying. Dude, holy Drew shit. Drew was we, like, we oh, there's only four clips. We call it the Queen's Desk, and you can leave that to your imagination as to who that belongs to. One of my favorite things that I happened to see in a window was this horse. I put Dude, I mean, it's so insanity yeah. to be this fucking gaudy. <laughs> yeah, this is a pencil from Jesus Christ. Dude, I mean, this it's like it's truly like what Ric Flair does on yeah. WWE. <laughs> Where the, the, the bit is that you're too over the top. Yeah, or like Donald Trump when yeah. he's on WWE. Exactly, yeah. Out here in the entrance, so he is my greeter. Those dogs are from Brazil. Each piece of glass has been put there by hand. I like combining whimsical with classical if they work. No, that's not something you like to do. What you like to do is spend exorbitant amounts of money on shit and then put it around your house and tell people it was by design. Yeah. You're a fucking antique hoarder, you dumb fuck. <laughs> this has sort of a religious feel to it, but it looks like something when you'd walk into church there might be some holy water in there. In this house, however, it would... Dude, just... Oh, my God. This yeah, woman's narcissism is... So sorry. Champagne. I'll stop pausing. Oh, I'm sorry. I will say real quick, the worst part about this... Not the worst person on this episode. Oh, boy. Yep. Beautiful view. I wish I could take that with me. I like it all. Well, pretty complex house. I mean, a lot of things. <laughs> right? This is her daughter, Wamba okay. Dars. All right. She thinks you're overreacting. Take a look. Kim's concern once I'm gone is that she would inherit the house and also have to take care of her older sister, I think, Kim. Okay, we just saw her older sister, who's no less than 20 years older than her. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, I didn't even put that together. Yeah, she's way... So the mom must be like 80. This woman's like... The mom's probably closer to 90 then. Yeah. Because this woman looks like 50, and the sister looks at least... 65. Right. Well, she also isn't very, like, hygienic. You'll see. Like, okay. She's not. Oh, okay. the victim in this situation. I've done everything legally that I need to do to see to it that... <laughs> it's all been legal. My trips to Little St. James Island on the Lolita Express <laughs> was all legal, okay? I didn't know Ghislaine. I don't know Jeff... <laughs> I, I mean Jeffrey. I don't know him well enough to call him Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Kim. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know my boy Jay. <laughs> and Lori are both secured at the time of my death. The question in Kim's mind as to what to do with the house and the things within the house. Ninety-nine percent of the people out there don't have all these things that you call junk. This is my life. I'm still alive. And when my oh. oh, I just want to fucking. Dude, this is the kind of lady, like, if I was married to her, I wouldn't even smother her for the money. I'd just smother her because I hate her. <laughs> to say 99.9% .9 of the people out there don't even have what's in this house. Oh, my like, God. goes, mama goes. But I live my life the way I choose to right now. I love all of the collectibles, and I intend to live my life exactly the way I need to live it for me. If I was having a conversation with Kim right now, I would say, you know, get off the cross. It's occupied. Get off the cross. That's a collector's item. <laughs> that Get I off wish the cross that was stolen from the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> <laughs> 
you say she needs to get off the cross, it's occupied. Yes, I did. Um, so Now, let's put your money where your mouth is. Uh, bring out the cross. We're going to hang her up. <laughs> We're going to crucify her on live TV. Everyone make some noise for that. <laughs> Woo! What do you mean? This is a, this is a Black Mirror meets Dr. Phil mashup. <laughs> We're doing it. Kim has so much to offer, and I think there's an awful lot in her that holds on to being the victim. Uh, I, I think you could make a legitimate case that whatever she's wearing on her head is culturally appropriating a 70s afro. <laughs> it does look like that. <laughs> look, she, looks, she looks like she's got little Michael Jackson's haircut. And her nose, too. <laughs> oh, baby, give me one more chance. <laughs> the reality just just is like, look, my daughters are being some jive-ass turkeys. I can't, <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> the relationship with Kim and Lori had been very difficult. It's right. not easy when you have one daughter that has problems that are very real problems. She thinks this is because she is being enabled and is allowed to get by with all of this and basically thinks while there may be some issues that are there that she's running a con on you. Lori has been uh, bullied in school and all kinds of problems and she does have a chemical problem and I'm not hiding behind that. But what I will I've say put these is out that... Little bit. Uh-oh. But I, I feel like Boo, it doesn't matter too Boo much Parker. with the first two. But she's it's, 58. How long has she been living back with you? She's been back with me for seven wow. years. And yeah, she's only room. 58. Yeah, that's not good. That's bad news. And it's, well, you make it sound like I put her in a dungeon. No, I make it sound like what it is. She's, she's, in she's living in a room. She wants to live in, well, it's a space that has a kitchen. What it is. By the way, this new $10 million house is <laughs> mostly dungeon. <laughs> well, that's why I bought it. There's gun room, yeah. dungeon. <laughs> Bathroom, a shower, a washer and dryer. And that's because she needed some privacy. And I needed some privacy. For seven years? I mean, she doesn't do... She I doesn't, wouldn't does need she it for out? seven years. Does she engage she, with people? Does no, she, she doesn't. She's not good with that at all. She <laughs> needs to get out of her own way. Oh, boy. Can I, can I make a prediction? Yeah, please. The lady is like... Dr. Phil's going to kill Robin <laughs> and get a new wife. <laughs> no, the lady, the lady in question is autistic, and this family's too rich to even entertain that possibility. 100%. Oh, boy. This is going to make me depressed. <laughs> she has poor for brains. Like she has. <laughs> oh, no, dude. Okay. All right. Here we and go. And here's the thing. Her mom's at least a like sympathetic. Like she has some sort of fucking empathy. Her sister is a fucking monster that needs to be thrown into a volcano. Oh, okay. So the sister that's like bringing everyone to Dr. Phil's a piece of shit. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Woman set to inherit mom's mansion calls family situation a crazy, sad... Something. My mom. Sad black comedy. Uh -oh. <laughs> With the rap bro. <laughs> <laughs> this summer, What'd the Waynes brothers bring you <laughs> dumb white people. <laughs> the new parody. <laughs> it's just Marlon Waynes has all three of them. <laughs> he gets a fat too. <laughs> and introducing Eddie Murphy as the mother. <laughs> Tyler just, Perry's. <laughs> just a yeah, Tyler Perry's scary movie eight. <laughs> <laughs> owns a mansion. It's like 6,000 square feet. My mom is a spitfire. Okay, here's the friggin' elephant in this room. Did she call it a friggin' elephant? <laughs> friggin' elephant. 
<laughs> she fucking Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> she, she's talking like fucking Doctor Evil. <laughs> yeah, okay, we got a freaking elephant in the room. Like season one, Peter Griffin. Right, <laughs> right. This is a freaking elephant. <laughs> she's like a cross between Jaja Gabor and Lucille Ball with the hat, no diamond, champagne. You don't know who those are? I know who Lucille Ball is. I've heard of the other chick. Jaja was like a like a socialite. Oh. She like like was maybe in like two movies, but was a shit. She was the original like Kim Kardashian. Basically. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a piece of shit. We're yeah. going up. Yeah, she basically just described two people who are like not great historically. Mm. <laughs> like Lucille Ball was a fucking racist. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Doesn't to the champagne the room. If you can ride, why walk? Uh, she went up the. Oh, Shit. cool, dude. She's an ableist, too. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm rich enough to pretend to be disabled. Isn't that fun? <laughs> That's a fun thing that I do. My mom. By the way, she, again, she is just, she doesn't have a chair. She's piggybacking on a Hispanic person. <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah. Just a, she's riding a lawnmower and going, <laughs> I took off the blades. She's like, Juan, on delay, <laughs> please. Looks like she's living the high life. Behind these ornate doors, there's a completely different story. The house is a mess. Gargoyles from France, paintings from Italy. Those are called Sh French people. <laughs> Gargoyles. Gargoyles. <laughs> Andaliers from some place. Do you want to gargoyle like Jordan McGraw? <laughs> no, my, jo my J. McGraw. Ah, oh my. Yeah. Same thing. No, a Jordan McGraw's a rim job, man. Oh. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Jordan but McGraw. But then hoarders stacks of papers and things that haven't been looked at in 20 years. She says some of the art is very valuable and other stuff is garbage, but only She's she like, what is an emancipation proclamation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, Where's my shredder? <laughs> <laughs> So she just has a bunch of stolen shit from history. Yeah. And this is the second draft of the Declaration of Independence. It was stolen in transit to the king. This is Indiana Jones' head. I decapitated him after he said this book deserves to belong in the yeah. museum. I was the only one who watched Indiana Jones and rooted for the Nazis. <laughs> No. She walked me through the house and she Did you hear that what she just said? Oh no. She's pulling a fucking Winchester mystery house. Oh, and yeah. the other stuff is garbage, but only she knows. So she has a bunch of art. Some of it's like worth a lot of money, some of it's dog shit. Yeah. But only she knows. So that's hilarious. Honestly, I don't even think she knows. But no, but that is a really fun prank to do. To yeah. just die and leave your family with no fucking idea with it, what this shit is worth. Yeah, they're gonna be on like five seasons of Pawn <laughs> Stars. <laughs> it's just like what about this? <laughs> that's what the show's just called. What about this? And what it's just they try to bring in different experts of like fucking weird crafted lobsters. Yeah. Walked me through the house and she said, garbage, perfect, take this, stick this under your arm. Nothing's written down. I can't remember. What makes it worse is my sister Oh boy. Is that was yeah. the stare of a complete autist. Yeah. Autist. <laughs> Mentally ill. She's I'm a bit of an autist myself. Oh, dude, this is not good. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> this woman is clearly... Like, yeah. at least has some kind of disorder. No, 100%. She lives in a tiny portion of this house. Mom which is a regular house. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, which is just an apartment. Yeah, like, here's the thing. Isolating is not good. Like, they, like, they don't treat her great. 
But I, at the same time, she's given a good amount of space. Right, like, right, you right. know. Yeah, totally. And for her in the basement, it's all pink. Lori struggles. <laughs> it's all pink. There's not a single flake of gold in the entire <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> With severe OCD. Okay, I'm ready. Major depression. She was never taught any basic skills. It's complete learned helplessness. She just learned helplessness. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do anything for herself that she became completely isolated, unlikable, kind of like a little demon. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! She dude. is a fucking sociopath. Yeah. What a piece of garbage. Yeah. She's like a royal, victimized, handicapped person. She sits in this big giant chair. She's a genius. A See, you, you, this this lady's really not helping the uh, the really downtrodden community of uh, rich people's children. I've always <laughs> I've always found those people to be very polite and never mean at all. And this yeah. lady's really making them seem like dicks. No, it's like it, it's kind of like that Dave Chappelle joke, but with ableism. You know, what I mean, it's kind of like uh, like you ever hear someone say something racist, and you're not like oh, you're just like oh. Wow, that was racist. Like that's <laughs> yeah. how it is with yeah. like right. ableism. Right? Yeah. You're like, wow, that was that's just fucked up. Yeah, you know? yeah. But getting to do nothing because I hate that. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's as good as it's gonna get. She could live with my mom forever. It would be okay because they like each other. But nobody else finds Lori likable. I would rather die than have Please. my sister live with me. I don't want to be the person that has to get my sister committed. My family situation is a crazy, sad black comedy. I mean, what is it about the universe where you grow up in a house and the address is actually 5150? Can you see me sitting in this house with my sister and there's just me and her and all this stuff and a bunch of cats? I need Dr. Phil to help me tell my mom that it's not my responsibility to take care of Lori. You said I would rather die. You know what? Than may just maybe Louis Farrakhan <laughs> at some point. Like maybe he wasn't. Jesus. <laughs> no, no, no. But like I, <clears throat> that entire time I was just letting that roll because like. It's almost doing a disservice to how shitty she is if we break it up. Yeah, with jokes. totally. Like, you almost need to hear how big of a piece of shit she is. Yeah. In in real time, you how, know. Yeah, and it's like not hidden at all. And she's like, it, what's so crazy is that she doesn't even have a little bit of air of like, this is kind of fucked up. Let me try to reword it. It's yeah. Just, well, and there's also something to be said about people who like exactly what you just said is like. Ah, fuck. Like, I know what I'm saying sounds fucked up, but, like, if you had lived with her for as long as I have, right. you would know how shitty she is. Like, we've all had those moments where you're just like, I can't really verbally, verbalize in a nice way why this person sucks so bad. You yeah. just have to trust that they suck. But she's just like, uh, she's basically just a recluse piece of shit that yeah. I have no sympathy for. Live with Tell my him. sister. That's pretty strong. Tell me about that. It's not fair. Uh, that is, it's fucking crocodile. Yeah, no, tears. dude, this is, this lady is just like a woman who like wouldn't surprise you if she like weaponized racism. Yeah. Like just, totally. just oh said my that, like God, a black yes. man raped her for no reason. 100%. Yeah, like, that's exactly the attitude she's giving off here. Yeah. Um, there's just no way to win. There's no way to help her. You can't get her to do anything for herself if you try to give yeah, her... Yeah, you know what no way to win is for a lot of people? Yeah. Life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. I, she yells at you. It's complicated. 
And what do you think's wrong with your sister? Nothing? I think it's a combination of a very difficult beginning. I think there are real medical things that went wrong. I think she didn't come out happy and normal. Oh my God. And I think that from that moment, maybe even before she was born, there was like a, a symbiotic agreement that mom and Lori would never cut the cord. Yeah, she's out of her fucking mind, dude. Yeah. Like, I would not be surprised if she legitimately was, like, for eugenics and, like, yeah, just that's killing kind of, mentally. that's kind of what it sounds like, yeah. to be honest. She's, yeah, Jesus. All right. Yeah. Uh, I love this episode, but except the sister. Like, everything else was so much yeah, fun. Yeah, I wish they would just show us. I mean, they should just turn this into an episode of Cribs and I, just I, let us see I guarantee you, it, if, if you're feeling down right now, it picks back up and gets really? super funny. Okay, cool. I promise. Yeah, because I want to hit her sister. Um, I want a very small life, says woman who moved in with mom seven years ago. Oh, boy. Here we go. I'm here at the home of Lydia. And- <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, I told no you. It picks back up. <laughs> they sent fucking Mike in his fucking Target <laughs> thermal shirt. <laughs> I'm here at house. I'm going to break window. <laughs> I imagine he, ju- he doesn't even like use the door. He literally just walks through it like a cartoon <laughs> character. <laughs> <laughs> Lori and Dr. Phil has asked me to come to their house and figure I, out. I guarantee what, you. They asked me to come to house, but I'm just going to go to the top and throw barrels at people who try to jump <laughs> to the top. Dude, I guarantee that for me personally, this is probably one of my favorite epi- like moments in Dr. Phil history. What we're about to witness. Oh, dude, I can't stop picturing Mike Bear because we've never seen him legitimately walk before. Yeah. I can't help but think about him walking like a gorilla on his knuckles. <laughs> Like he just talks like a human and then once he goes to move he gets on all fours. What is going on? Yeah, it's just like Lori, when you meet Mike Bear, do not show your teeth. Do not make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. Make yourself big, Lori. Make yourself big. (laughs) I don't know how much longer I can hang on. So she's literally like crying because she was just told to like sit and hang out for a minute. Yeah. Well yeah. Yeah, and Mike Bear just comes in and pushes her chair over <laughs> and then starts breaking everything in the house because he's a fucking bull in a china shop. That's to meet you, Mike. He's like, oh. I finally found the place. I invaded many homes. Yeah. <laughs> Good to meet you, me, Mike. How are you? Hi, uh, are they filming now? They are, yeah. Good to meet. He just, like, slams her over his head (laughs) with, like, one hand. All right. For the people at home who are wondering, what does Lori look like? The only way to describe her is Stephen Hawking in in drag. (laughs) (laughs) Look at her. She looks Uh, like, like, or, like, almost Stephen King-ish. Yeah, I can see. She looks like Stephen King, but also... Reminds you a little bit of the girl from Pet Cemetery. <laughs> I just want this done as soon as possible so I can leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so she's like me. in front of a fireplace. Well, he's like, hey, Lori, fire, fire bad. <laughs> a hog, you can't move. <laughs> a little bit about you. My mom keeps telling me that Dr. Phil is the only person who can help me mm. because. Mm, okay, have mm. you thought about bench pressing? <laughs> He's like, well, if only Dr. Phil help you, why I here? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, uh, quick question. What's your max squat? 
<laughs> I want a very small life. Have you tried keto? <laughs> yeah. He's like, she just said, I want a very small life. He's all, nothing about me small <laughs> except brain. The only thing I want to do is to fall in love again. Maybe have a few more. <laughs> Mike Bear is smitten. <laughs> this lady's putting the fucking moves on Mike Bear, dude. <laughs> She's like, all I could think about is how tight I must be after not being touched for 25 years. And his animalistic instincts are kicking in. Where you just go, oh, me want fuck. <laughs> it's just like, I might kill you like my sub man. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Lenny. <laughs> Me, Lenny, you rabbits. Have a home by the water. What? Do oh, you? I like going to the water. You mean just by the edge of the lake with your friend George? <laughs> just imagine all the Dude, rabbits. Could they? If I want nothing more than them, just give Mike Bear show. I will switch the show <laughs> on yes. the drop of a dime if Mike Bear gets his own TV oh show. Oh my god! This yeah. is it. Will just be called Bear My Heart. One hundred. We will not ever mention Doctor Phil ever again. Definitely. I want to do nothing but make fun of Mike Bear for the rest of my it's life. So much fun. Day to day here. I just visit with my mom and watch television. Okay, so she's probably not autistic. She seems to be pretty she's, socially there. She's um, making eye contact a lot. She seems to be OCD more than anything, which I yeah. think they didn't mention at the beginning. I, it's kind of her, because like autism, that seems more genetic. I could be totally wrong, but just from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, please do, but it's more genetic. And vaccines. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. But it seems like she just had such a weird upbringing too that that might have you know she could just be like her parents were yeah well i'm sure there's something like mentally know. about having a family that is so fucking you know disgustingly rich and you literally telling someone that you want a very small life right like th that must be a very conflicting message in your head yeah especially if your mom is controlling totally i i mean she definitely has something i don't know if it's autism yeah i mean she definitely seems a little bit spectrumy but she seems to be making you know following social cues pretty quickly uh, i was in a common law marriage for 30 years and my husband okay all right i take back what i said about her being normal <laughs> her husband is wearing a fucking like a crocodile dundee yeah. style hat i mean it's got fucking shark tooth it's a shark tooth lined cowboy hat and he's got a fucking ponytail he looks like uh, the one person who worked at the zoo in Tiger King that didn't yeah. want to interview. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he owns a casino and rodeo. <laughs> yeah. Ben died seven years ago, and then I moved in with my mom. And are you actively doing anything to meet men? Not at the moment. No. And when uh, Yeah, I post my nudes on Reddit. <laughs> I have an OnlyFans. Holy shit. Oh. <laughs> Let's get a picture of... <laughs> yes. Let's get Take a picture a of Mike shot. Bear like that. He's doing like, because he's blinking, he looks like the Undertaker doing <laughs> the eye thing. Yeah, look at that, dude. That's rad. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> when was the last time you did? I haven't. And what type of men do you like? Like when Some you say Do you like up? big, strong guys? Yeah, <laughs> what kind of men do you think about when you film McGraw? <laughs> Mind caring, childlike. I'm definitely childlike. My doctor says so. <laughs> thing I want is just to meet somebody and for sure and there's like over here is meeting someone and then there's like all the steps <laughs> to get there right it's funny because she's like I've never heard a sentence that made less sense <laughs> it 
it's funny because here is here's brick one, and you meet men, and then a mass a magical stepstone, and here's how you meet men. It's literally like we make fun of him being stupid, and then I'm like, maybe we're being too harsh. We are not. We're if anything, we're painting him in a better light. Yeah, we're actually doing him a service. Also, good news is I can do a great impression of this lady, so I yeah. can say literally whatever I want in her voice. It's just oh, that's this is gonna great. be great. Here we go. Yeah. Because Amazon doesn't give those in delivery yet. Yeah. You know. Oh, dude. Okay. So, <laughs> so maybe she is a little autistic because he's trying to make a joke and yeah. she's taking it completely Wait, go, literally. I was, yeah. We got to see the whole. It's beautiful. Yeah. I want to hear happens. that again. Childlike. The only thing I want is just to meet somebody. and. For sure. And there's like over here is meeting someone. And then there's like all the steps to get there. Right? Yeah. Because Amazon doesn't give those in delivery yet. Yeah. You know. That's bad. <laughs> Dude, I've never heard someone bomb so fucking hard. <laughs> like, so, she's all. I don't think this is funny. <laughs> it's like so. Anyway, what else I want to yeah. talk about? <laughs> Who said open mic comedy is dead, baby? It's right here. Anyway, anyway uh, Trump crazy. What else happened today? Uh, Trump orange. Ha 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 ha. Well, I don't know what that means. I am. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be a drop. Oh, oh my God. God. I don't know what that means. Amazon is a delivery service. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't order anything off Amazon. I don't. I just said I don't know what it means. <laughs> Why would you ask a, a second fucking follow-up question? You big brute retard. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon. I am Amazon butt penis. <laughs> <laughs> that I have a computer. I don't want one. And the TV serves its purpose. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> So, talk to me about what it's like to live with OCD. The OCD affects my life by making me worry constantly about everything. Has it progressed for you? It's gotten a little worse as I've gotten older. What's worse today than... I have OCFD, orangutan cognitive function <laughs> disorder. <laughs> Holy shit, that was quick. <laughs> Maybe what was? That just made me feel um, hopeless, scared. Hopeless, okay. Yeah. Sad. Uh -huh. I'm on some very serious medication. It's hard to tell she's medicated. <laughs> <laughs> you could have fooled me. She seems to be completely, <laughs> completely. I mean, she's dead behind the eyes. <laughs> what we thought was autism is actually just a pill addiction. <laughs> I'm on a, I'm on a lot of peyote right now. <laughs> I'm like Jim uh, Morrison in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> okay, have you thought about doing uh, creatine? <laughs> and. If I don't get these medications every single day, I will die. The whole intention of this is to help you, not hurt you. You know you need more connection with people, right? Yeah. But on the other hand, you have this part of you that's I'm like... I'm a very private person. I like to be alone. You say you watch TV, so what do you like to watch on TV? Uh, Laverne and Shirley. I just constantly have the... Okay, so you watch TV from 400 years ago. <laughs> we got to get you watching stuff like Gilmore Girls. That's step one into finding new man. I wait. There are other TV shows other than Mansers. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever watched Bar Rescue? <laughs> the TV going, even if I don't watch it, it's on. It's almost like a uh, medicating. Yeah. If it would be nice to have more friends, and have you thought about watching Friends? <laughs> fall in love. What do you think will need to shift? Probably for me to get out of my room and 
go places to make friends. Yeah, because unless there's a robbery and someone yeah, comes in, I don't know how you're going to meet a man. Yeah. <laughs> and so we'll sit. He finally broke her. All right, sign off now, Mike. Give the mic back. <laughs> get, get the host back up here. <laughs> All right, I'm going to bring give back time to room. <laughs> yes, time back to room here, host. Bye. Down with Dr. Phil and talk about what decisions you need to make. I mean, like when I met my husband, we fell in love right away. Oh, my God, dude. This guy is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. He, how does he not have a bolo tie on, dude? <laughs> dude, he looks like fucking uh, Ted Nugent if he were more <laughs> conservative yeah. somehow. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like Ted Nugent if he was like a fucking data analyst for the state. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't need Dr. Phil's help to do that. Well, I think you're in a different spot now. Can you tell me a little bit about with your mom and sister's dynamic? Well, my mom basically has damaged me by overprotecting me all my life. My sister has always been. Oh, she's at a young age. She's all fucked up. Look at her, dude. Yeah. She's on the vans. Yeah, she <laughs> looks all drugged up. She's got a very strong jaw. Her sisters were very chubby, too. Weird. Yeah, you should. we should write that in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, and in the background, is that Debbie Higgins? <laughs> Full circle. And yeah. has treated me very badly because of my OCD and my depression. Oh. What do you think it'll take to improve that? I think they need to change. And so we're going to sit down with Dr. Phil, present it to him, and see what he has to say. Okay. That's yes. how I got job. I sat down with Dr. Phil and presented <laughs> myself to him. And he said, you got big dick, Mike. And I said, that's all I got. I, he's, he's, I'm nothing but giant Hulk hands and big penis. <laughs> He, he said, Mike, have feet. And then he said, no, I mean in a chair. And <laughs> I got off floor. <laughs> <laughs> Only reason Dr. Phil doesn't like me is because I accidentally grope every woman I see. When Lori left the house, she hobbled hunch over with her cane, and I got the impression that she really takes on the role of being just so weak, so sick, incapable. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> Every time I think I'm going to start liking Mike Bear, <laughs> he says something like, I think she likes being disabled. <laughs> totally. God. Just seeing her walk with the cane made me think that maybe she enjoys being a crippled piece of shit that contributes nothing to society. So I'm going to beat that out of her physically. Yeah. It's just like icing Willy Wonka. You can't fool me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just overall wanting to be left alone. I just sat down with your daughter, Lori. What do you wish was different? I wish that, first of all, my Well, daughter, immigration, I think, <laughs> could use some tweaking. <laughs> I wish the blacks would get out of my neighborhood. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Parker just spit all over my fucking hand and my laptop. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you motherfucker. Oh I'm so sorry. Ah, oh, that's too good. <laughs> First we're uh, no, you're all together. Good. In terms of at least being able to be <laughs> pleasant to one another and maybe down the line actually get to know each other and mm. like each other. And you so know? if you could wave a magic wand, what would things look like for Lori? I think that Lori needs to be away from mom mm. who is right here if she has a problem and just can come upstairs. In order to get well, she might have to turn Laverne and Shirley off. Dude, <laughs> she's dressed like Khabib Nurmagomedov. <laughs> 
just, just really picturing is. her going fucking five <laughs> rounds with Mike Bear in a title match. And do something for herself. I'll go back to Dr. Phil and tell him what we spoke about. I'll drink to that, Mike. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll fist bump. <laughs> Mike's like, I only drink pre-workout. <laughs> All right, there All right. you go. He fist bumped her glass. <laughs> what a fucking giant douchebag Mike Bear is. All right, let's watch the last clip here. Uh, you have to behave your way from where you... Dr. Phil says, you have to behave your way from where you are to where you want to be. <laughs> Great. Wow. The Close problem puppy. with dad back then... Okay, now we're introducing the father into the situation, which no. I don't know the relevance, but I'm sure we'll find out here. Was he was drinking, and he was emotionally and verbally abusive. Growing up, my dad was the tough love. I think that there may have been a nine-month nine period where maybe the mother was also drinking <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more than she should have been. Guy, And it was maybe a little too tough which made my mom overcompensate. I wasn't thinking about the consequences of what would happen if she latches on to me and I do everything for her. I was thinking of the pain that she's going through. Since my parents divorced, the relationship I have with my father is very good because I forgave him for the abuse. He's a very good father to me right now. I mean, you're 65 yeah. <laughs> or whatever. 58. Like 58, like, I mean, there's no way to be a good father if, when your kid's 58. Like, yeah. you just basically <laughs> say hello every now yeah. and then. <laughs> you, the easy part is now. You say you want your life back, that you want to get back into the swing of things and enjoy your life. And I saw pictures of you with your husband and you're grinning ear to ear and you looked happy and, and vibrant. And I, I, I want... Oh, speaking of vibrant, uh, I, I filled McGraw in the dressing room. I, <laughs> I, I hope that's okay. That back. And if you want to change your life, then you have to behave your way from where you are to where you want to be. Do you agree with that? Dude, was that was? Did he just quote the Reba theme song? <laughs> who I am is who I wanna be. Oh, I thought. You were... Have you ever heard that? No, I've the Reba it. theme song. Someone's gonna get and, it at home. You know, Coach Mike, how do you approach this? How would you do this from a coaching standpoint with Lori? I, ap Jen I approach it from the West. <laughs> <laughs> how do I approach anything, Doctor Phil, with carelessness for human life? <laughs> Early with Lori. Uh, with Lori, I would. Doctor Phil, I forgot to put a tie on. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put. <laughs> I put tie on, but it kept choking me, so I ripped it off in one fell swoop. Doctor Phil, I put I put on Velcro shoes today because I forgot how to tie. <laughs> yes, they light up, so yeah. I don't get lost in dark. <laughs> Doctor Phil, I've been sleeping in this suit for three days. Change the structure of Lori's life. So it would be someone when she wakes up at 6 a.m., starting with a ritual that kicks off the day, writing out some goals for the day of what is going it's to get. A okay, it's not smart to talk to someone with OCD and say, you should do more rituals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I heard you have OCD, so let's start the day off by brushing our teeth eight times. I'd say, you know, flick off the light switch on and off. Well, otherwise yeah. your family might die. I'd just say start you know? every day with 13 episodes of Laverne and Shirley. 
and then see where we get from there. It's like, you know, people might come to murder if you, if you don't unlock and lock your door 80 times. <laughs> You're talking about with a life coach. With a life coach, with a woman who comes by the house um, and starts to work through her goals. And we would. Dude, just how fucking coincidental. Just complete happenstance that the life coach is suggesting this woman get a life coach. Yeah. I know, Shut right? the fuck up, you idiot. How about you get off the 25 medications you're on and start getting out of the house? <laughs> like, <laughs> Would start to make sure she gets to her doctor's appointments, really get a pulse on her medications and make sure we're following protocols that are in her best interest and start to arrange your life in such a way so that you're living your life. Yeah, well, and she might need it, but, uh, you know, medications. But, like, she is being enabled, too. Yeah, that's what time. I mean is, like, just... I mean, not not saying that medications aren't helpful for some people or that they're inherently bad, but, like, if your problem is that you don't get out of the house... Right, yeah. Then maybe, like, a life coach isn't the problem here. Yeah, maybe there's exactly. some underlying... Th- maybe it's not that no one's giving you a kick in the pants. Yeah. Maybe it's that, you know, maybe you're... Yeah, it is a weird combination of uh, horrible environment, but at the same time, she does need a little... Yeah, like if you're taking medication and it's making you throw up every day, the solution isn't a fucking Tums. Yeah, true. You know, it's not adding something. Maybe you reevaluate how you've gotten here. You're excited about your life. I love it. Because you're not going to do that on your own. You've shown that for seven years. Weeks turn into months. Months turn into years. We're here seven years later. And you have no plan for the next seven years being any different than the last seven years, correct? I don't know. Exactly. Oh. You don't. I like her not giving Dr. Phil anything to work with. <laughs> I don't know. He's all, now you're just going to be a piece of shit for the rest of your life, ain't you? I'm, I'm really not sure, Dr. Phil. I haven't thought that far ahead. Well, all right. Well, that's anticlimactic. I thought you were either going to agree and get the crowd crying or we were going to fight some more, but. I don't know. So I do have a plan. What does that sound like to you? When does this have to happen if I choose to do this? Well, yesterday by noon. I mean, <laughs> Mike Bear's like, that's not funny. <laughs> ha- Dr. Phil Hack. <laughs> yeah. The problem with that joke is yesterday already happened. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> as soon as possible. What else have you got to do? Oh, there's an episode of Laverne and Shirley <laughs> that I always fall asleep to. I don't want to do it right now. Not right now. All right, and that's where it ends because Dr. Yeah, Phil's production team. I don't team. think there's a fifth Look, clip. If, no, it doesn't seem that there is. Oh, Agent Cody Banks is on uh, YouTube movies, though, so everyone oh. check that out. <laughs> but uh, if, if the CBS uh, intern is still listening, please start putting some conclusion at the end of these clips. Yes. We're trying to do a podcast yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, how about instead of trying to fucking, you know... Silence. Yeah, silence us. You fucking, I don't know, actually do your job. Yeah. <laughs> Learn yeah. how to edit. Yeah. Like, yeah, Come on. definitely. Um, well, that is the end of the episode, apparently. Uh, we will never find out if Mike Bear was able to punch his way through this woman's <laughs> mental illness. Uh, but yeah, I could have swore there's a fifth clip, but I could I not can, I, find it. I mean, usually they pop up right here in the ep- up next. I mean, we could just watch Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What? No. All right, that's your homework, dude. Go home and watch Agent <laughs> Cody Banks. It's one of those movies that, like, when you're a kid, fucking rocks. Yeah. What does this comment say? Wow, she's mentally gone. It's like she died when her husband did. 
Only her body is continuing to function. She needs so much medication because her will to stay alive is gone and she's just falling apart. Oh, look at the name, Mike S. (laughs) He's all, I'm going to go by Mike Sare. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Um, dude, is fucking Nietzsche in the comments? That's so depressing. Yeah, I mean, this one is a little bit more well put. That's depression in its purest form. IDK, not right now. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I mean, the woman is just severely depressed, it seems. Um, All right, Parker. Drop some fucking... Oh, boy. Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Parker the Newman. Uh, also, friend me on Facebook. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. What about... You? Oh, also, follow Stab Comedy Theater yep, there you on go. Twitter, Facebook... Uh, yeah, like on Facebook, uh, Instagram, all that. Go to stabcomedytheater.com for more info on sh- live shows and whatnot. Yep. Um... Follow me on Twitter at Drew Absher, on Instagram at Drew Absher is dumb, on Facebook, Drew Absher. Um, follow the podcast, social media, Fill My Heart Pod yeah. on all social medias, and subscribe to our fucking Patreon, nice. uh, you broke bitches. Uh, Patreon.com slash Fill My Heart. Um, anything else? Um, you're on that cool show with Buddy, right? Yeah, d- I think it's still... I don't, I don't know if he's doing that as a podcast, though. Oh, okay. But, you know, it's still on, like, Stab's YouTube and shit. I did that. The movie show, uh, Obscure Movie Trivia. Uh, our friend Buddy does that. And then I also did the gag on this podcast. I think that's out now, so whatever. Nice. If you want to hear some more of Drew, you can do that. All right, we will talk to you. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>